Hello and welcome to the weekly sermon podcast of Daisy Vineyard Church. This week, enjoy the podcast as truth is revealed in God's Word. Go get a notebook, grab a Bible, and expect to have an encounter with God today. Well, welcome everybody. How many of you were here last week? How many of you weren't? Yeah? Oh, yes. Is it, is it awesome? Isn't it awesome that we can get together and, and, uh, worship God together again? Hey, thanks guys. I really appreciate your help. Thank you so much. Give those guys a hand. They're awesome. I am. I started to teach something last week and got off on something I better not refer to today because I feel passionate about. Okay, I'll just say it, Jerry. I'm just going to say it. There's a tension on the church that Jesus left us with of His impending return. We, we must allow ourselves to feel that. I think that's a word for us right now. I'm not going to teach on that today, and it may seem odd what I am teaching. But attention from God is different from attention from the world. <laughs> I'm teaching on rest. I started to teach on rest last week. I got a little bit out. Turn to Jeremiah 6.16, please, and I'll make it there in a minute. If that's Jesus, tell Him I'm, you know, I'll be right with Him. <laughs> For those online, we had a phone ringing. Was that mine? Anyway. The Lord wants to shift our lives. He wants to take His sons and daughters past the mentality of, of merely being people who attend church. Have you ever heard me say that? I might have mentioned that before. He wants to change the world. And he's quite, listen to me, he's quite capable of doing it. If we look at the plight of our nation and the world with hopelessness, then there's a deception involved in us. Wherever in our lives we feel hopeless, you can be sure there's a deception there. There's a lie. What did Jesus say? All things are possible for those who believe. And in another place he said that everything is possible for God. So having said that, I want to say we've got a lot of change to do. I, it, I don't know about you, I'll speak for me. Let me speak for myself today and see if you can relate to what I'm saying. It is really hard in, in this society to keep our attention fixed on the Lord. And I'm going to teach on rest today, and I'm just going to make a confession to everybody. 
I'm not the greatest on this subject. I'm not, I tend to be better at striving. Okay, so today we're gonna, we're gonna contrast resting in the Lord and striving in the world. And I want to propose to you that we're probably one or the other. Can you relate to that? But the Word of God is bigger than me, it's bigger than you, and it's drawing us up to something better and something more. Can we agree on that? The Scriptures are laying out a pathway to, to a heavenly life that we can, in, we can encounter and live in, in in the here and now. The Lord is calling us and drawing us by His Word that's in the Scriptures and by His Holy Spirit that's in us into shifts in our lives that are going to begin releasing heaven into our life, into our family, into this world more and more. The only thing that holds it back from happening is our own choices. So today I'm challenging us to make some choices all over again. For some, I'm going to talk about things you, you may have heard about a bunch of times. I don't care how many times you heard about it. I want to know, are you going to do it? For some, I may be saying things you've never heard before. Let there be light. <laughs> and I want you to know, I remember hearing certain things taught the first couple of times as a young Christian thinking, really? Is that really possible? You know, and not having any concept or paradigm that certain things could be different within me or within my own thinking. But they can be. Let me, let me read. This is what we went over last week. I'm going to start where uh, I ended. Jeremiah 6.16 says this. This is what the Lord says, stand at the crossroads and look, ask for the ancient paths, ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. And uh, the rest of it, it's a prophetic rebuke to Israel. I don't think that applies to us today as, as long as we don't choose a way of stubbornness and trying to stay the way we are. See, I want to propose something to all of us right now. If inside your skin, inside that earth suit you're wearing, by the way, you don't get to keep that thing. You do know that, don't you? I'm in my 60s. I'm looking forward to a new one that won't start turning on me. Yes. Yay. But I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, inside your skin... Are you at peace? I don't care what you look like on the outside. We can put up good shows for a little while. By the way, not the best idea. I advise you to just be honest. Are you peaceful? Are you at rest inside your own skin? Or does it come and go? I, I'll, I'll just confess for me, it comes and goes. Just even this morning, I had, I asked my wife to pray over me because I just wasn't feeling it. 
I wasn't feeling the peace. It's hard. Doesn't anybody in here resemble that remark? It's, it's just like resting in the Lord, which is ours. Let me tell you right now, I don't care what the circumstances are. I don't care what we're going through. And, and this has not been the happiest week of my life. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't want to go into the details, but it was a hard week. Anybody? can? This has been a hard season. And yet, here's what God wants me to teach. Sometimes I question him. <laughs> you know, he wants me to teach on rest because he wants to move in you, in me, and teach us how to rest and live life from rest. See, the goal in this verse, in this passage, is to stop and, and check out where we're at. He's saying you were at a crossroads. We're at a crossroads in our nation. And God wants to move in revival. I'm telling you, there's many in this room that believe that. Some of you may not really understand what revival is. It's, it's, God wants to move and sweep our nation with his love, his goodness, his salvation, to, and, and change our families our communities and draw them into his kingdom, draw them into his heart of love. Does that sound good? But it starts with us. See, revival isn't merely a power event that God releases on the world. It can be that, by the way. Revival is when we make a choice to surrender ourselves to him more fully. And this issue of rest is key in it. See, He wants us to live in our own skin in peace, at rest in Him, connected with Him. The world offers a false peace. You know, it offers peace in a a bottle of liquor. And I'm telling you, it it doesn't work. It offers peace in mind-numbing activities. It offers peace, and it's false. It offers rest. In, in ways that cannot satisfy the soul. And, and the world and how it works grapples for our attention. But for those who stand in faith in Jesus Christ, we're literally on a pathway to eternity. We're in it really already. The Word of God tells us we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. That's a right here, right now thing. There's part of us that's already in Him. Now we're learning how to live out of what's already ours. That through Christ has been opened up to us. And this path that the Lord has given us that leads to eternal life is one of rest, not strife. Isaiah, can you turn there with me? Isaiah thirty fifteen. Isaiah thirty fifteen. I'll give you a second to get there. Isaiah is prophesying in his day, which was um, before Jeremiah. And he was looking forward to the troubles that Israel was going to go through. Um, and prophesying literally the same kind of thing into, into uh, Israel and Judah at the time. He said, his prophecy says this, verse 15 of Isaiah 30. This is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, In repentance and rest, 
is your salvation. Let's just stop there. In repentance and rest is our salvation. Anybody saved here? Any Christians in the room? Our lives and the life of the man or woman of God, of the son or daughter of God, is, com- is literally comprised in the idea that of repentance. And as we're leading a life of repentance, it's rest. Repentance doesn't only mean being sorry for our sins. It does mean that. It means changing our minds and turning from sin. This is a key element in our life. It always is. We never get over it. I don't know about you, but I have a secret for you. I sin sometimes. I'm human. As long as we're wearing this stuff, it's an issue, right? Repentance does mean turning from sin, but it also means changing our mind. So our minds and our thinking begin to come into alignment with how God thinks. Remember Solomon? Some of you remember the story about Solomon. God told Solomon, you can have whatever you want. Ask me for it. And Solomon asked for wisdom. Right? And God honored him. Not only did He give him the greatest level of wisdom any man's ever had, aside from Christ Himself, He actually gave him all the wealth and everything else that he didn't ask for. But let me tell you what Solomon really asked for. What Solomon asked for, if you examine the Hebrews, he asked, Lord, he didn't just say wisdom. Give me wisdom to rule your people. He said, I want to think the way you think. I want to think the way you think. See, when we think the way God thinks, Stuff changes in our lives. When we think the way God thinks, we find it in here. We find it with the Holy Spirit in us. When we think the way God thinks, we literally join God in His rest. Our thinking needs to change. Therefore, in repentance and rest is your it, you you'll find your salvation listen it's one thing to be saved it's an entirely different thing to live saved you can be saved and not enjoy any of the benefits just go ahead and keep striving do the same things you've always done you'll get exactly what you've always got you may not go to hell but you live miserable here I don't know. I'm just tired of being miserable. I'm too old to want to be miserable anymore. I used to be able to tolerate a whole lot more miserable when I was younger. I just ain't got the filters for it anymore. Man, when I'm miserable, it just kind of pops out all over me. Any of you older folks find find that out? I just lose a filter. I just might be miserable all over you if I'm miserable. I just don't hide it well anymore. Yeah, there you go. Misery loves company. I did. I'd rather be at rest. And Isaiah is saying here in in repentance and changing our minds. You guys, if you don't get anything else out of what I'm saying today, get this. 
If you want rest for your soul, you're going to have to change your mind. You're going to have to think differently. And you're going to have to get serious about it. Because I'm telling you, the way this world works, you do understand the world does not work off the leading of God Himself. You, you understand that, right? It doesn't, it's not set up on the basis of how the kingdom of God works. Is, I'm assuming I'm correct. What do you guys think? Okay. If it doesn't work off those principles, whose principles does it work off? Yeah. The devil. Now he may, he's not directly involved in everything, but there's things in motion in our society that aren't of God. Therefore, you know, Jesus said those who are not with us are against us. There's something in the way society works is set up to keep you from resting, to keep you in strife, to keep you in turmoil. See, our inheritance in Christ is, is, a, is a soul that's full of rest. Isaiah says this, in repentance and rest is your salvation. Rest is yours. Rest is mine. We can have it. Rest on the inside of us. Next, he says, in quietness and trust is your strength. Anybody need more strength? You know, in another place, the Lord spoke and said, cease striving and know that I am God. You know, I think in every one of our circumstances that challenges our faith, it's always a challenge to knowing your God. Because if in your circumstance, in your problem, in your challenge, in your life, if you know God in that moment, you know you're okay in His hands. Because the God we serve is almighty, right? And if, if the God you're serving isn't almighty in your circumstance, pitch the one you have, get a, a better one. I'm telling you, in our minds, we make him really, really little. Anybody ever watch Aladdin? The movie Aladdin, you know. Eternal almighty power, itty bitty living space. You know, how, how the truth really is, we serve an almighty God and we have itty bitty problems. We just don't always see him that way. See, in quietness and trust, is your strength. Your strength doesn't come in when you get any, everything you want the way you want it. That's called spoiled. Your, your strength comes in when right in the middle of the storm you can quiet yourself and trust your God. Quiet yourself and trust. See, rest is an internal posture of truth, or of trust in the Lord for today and for the future. You know, God wants us to rest in Him today and, and rest in trusting Him for the future. Do you know what the devil wants you to do? He wants you to fixate on the problems of yesterday so it will ruin your today and you won't even pay attention to the future. That's what the devil does. So if you find yourself fixating on yesterday... And turmoil, you know, running through your mind, oh, I could have, would have, should have, could have, and all that, and you're fixed on yesterday and you can't fix it or change it. What are you doing? What are you doing? 
Where's your God? God wants you to rest in Him today and trust Him for tomorrow. It's hard though. I, I, it's so easy to strive. I, I had this conversation this week with a brother in the Lord. Mike over there. I'm going to pick on Mike today. <clears throat> He's a businessman in the past, what, couple of years, year and a half, two years. He started a business, uh, a construction type business. He's a, a HVAC guy, mainly an installer, right? You do it all? Okay. So they do it all. I'll just, I'm going to repeat so those of you online can hear what he's saying. Uh, I'm going to ask. Mike, you mind if I ask you a couple of questions? Why don't you stand up so everybody can see you? This is Mike. Everybody give him a hand. Hey, Mike. He's also uh, one of our youth leaders here. Him and his wife do a fantastic job. Thank you so much, you guys. Um, so being a businessman, it's kind of feast or famine, isn't it? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. So when it's, you know, over the last uh, little season, how's that? You've mentioned to me that you guys have been super slow and, you know, maybe even spending your time doing solitaire on your computer. Is that right? <laughs> slow winter. Definitely. But now... You mentioned to me that you are, uh, you got a lot of work and you're just ramming and jamming, blowing and going and all that, right? Trying to stay caught up. So uh, I'm teaching here on rest and, um, I don't know what that prompts in your mind, but you're just trying to make a living and get a business going and, and you're just going as fast as you can, probably a million miles. How does that sit with you? I mean, what are your thoughts on this point of rest? So you're conflicted. So it's 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 just really really hard for you to to negotiate. How's that? Uh, to negotiate the need to really do your business and keep moving, and then still find time to to pr- read the word, to fast, to pray, to you know. I mean, it makes it real hard. Yeah, so that's kind of the bottom line there, right? So, you know, anybody else find themselves? Thanks, Mike. You know, yay. Appreciate you, brother. Anybody else find that with family? Maybe right now kids are at home. It's hard to find time. And before I wrap this up, I'm going to wrap it up in a minute here. Every one of us goes through seasons. We go through seasons that are, are, are super busy. We go through seasons that, that sometimes are, are awkwardly slow. You ever, that's what Mike was talking about. He went through a season over the winter. He hardly had any work. That's just, I've been there. I know what that feels like. 
We go through seasons where the kids are at home and can't go to school, and now all of a sudden you're homeschooling and you never signed up for that. Yeah? <laughs> we got one young man that's all of Daniel, is all for that. And, and between the, the stress of not having a lot of work and the stress of ha- you know, not, having nothing to do and the stress of having way too much to do. You with me? No matter which way you turn, the world wants to instill strife in you. And I'm telling you, I'm going to wrap this idea of rest up right now on this one idea. Rest is a fight. Paul told uh, Timothy in, I believe, First Timothy, he said, fight the good fight of faith. Husbands, wives, families, singles, I want to tell you this. You're going to have to fight for your rest. Every one of us will do what is most important to us. You're doing it. Doesn't matter what you say, what philosophy we have. We're doing what's most important to us. Now, we'll go through moments where we have no choice and things have to get done and, and there's an emergency, there's things. That I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about our life habits. I have a horrible life habit of, of feeling like I have to produce to feel okay about myself. Anybody else? I don't rest well. I just am an awkward rester. I just literally think, I'm thinking two steps ahead. What next? What now? How, you know, who, who do I got to call? Who do I need to talk to? Who, what, what chore needs to get done? Anybody else? I'm telling you, this issue of rest is our connection to the Father. This is where the power from heaven meets our lives. We can't ignore it. Today, I'm, I, I'm challenging every one of us here to rest. To make time to rest in the Lord. I don't care if it's five minutes. I don't care if it's ten minutes. All I'm saying is give the Lord a sacrifice of your life. Something else is going to have to sit down and shut up in your life so that you can spend your time with God. Did I make myself clear on that point? Something's going to have to get the heck out of the way because your God is more important to you. Your peace, your rest is more important to you. See, many times we don't hear God's leading because there's so much turmoil on the inside of us we can't possibly hear. Because His Holy Spirit is speaking in quiet ways. And you know why He speaks in quiet ways? Because He wants you to rest. If He does it the way you want, maybe He would be in turmoil too. Now, I'm just kidding on that one. Let's all stand. Jim, maybe you guys can come back up. Can you commit with me to devoting yourself to seeking the Lord 
all over again. Raise your hands with me. I just or raise one and just here I am. Pick me, Lord. We want to learn to rest. We want to be people who dispense your rest in this world. Help us stop striving. Save us from being warriors. Lord, in every home, in every heart, in every situation, I'm asking You, Lord, cause us. Cause us to learn Your ways of rest. Lord, in our hearts, in our, in our own skin, I pray over everyone in this room for a new season of rest and peace. Of quietness and confidence in our God. Lord, we just thank You that You want to move in powerful ways in this world and start with us. Or start with us. Amen. Thanks for listening to AZ Vineyard Church's podcast. We're located in Goodyear, Arizona. To learn more about our church, visit our website, azvineyard.com. That's A-Z-V-I-N-E-Y-A-R-D.com.